I don't know what to say though. He'd be like, hey, welcome back. This is a new year. New year, same us. New year, same us. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. That's kind of something I, I was thinking along the same lines. Nothing has changed, we're still the silly bullies. Hello everyone, happy new year. Um, we're recording this new year and it's, I can still say that. So yeah, I think we can still use that greeting. Yeah, um, it's still only the seventh. Yeah, that's actually not too bad. I think we're kind of, yeah, we're in that like early phase. I think it's about middle of January, you kind of get to like, can I still say happy new year? For sure. Um, 2023 with the To Be Honest podcast. This is our first episode of this year. Yay! Yay. Um, we took a, it felt like a long break. It was only a week off. It but, felt like a month. Yeah, because yeah, I'm kind of just used to having these conversations now. So it was a bit weird without, but um, yeah, we were basically busy doing our own things over Christmas um, and new year and celebrating all of that hope you are as well if that's something that you celebrate if not that's okay but yeah whatever you're doing wherever you are whenever you're listening to this hope you're all extremely well and healthy and happy and looking forward to 2023 i should say hello officially to my co-host because i haven't said anything yet hi hi i have said things just yeah he said things but i didn't like (laughs) directly bring you into it anyway how are you hello um i'm all right actually not too bad yeah i'm better than expected (laughs) Better than expected. Well, okay, we'll take that. How are you? I won't dive too deep into that. I'm right, yeah. It's been a very... We were talking um, off air about this. It's been a very busy, busy, festive period for me. So I feel like I'm good. The time off has been hectic, but good, you know? Like, quite a lot has happened, but also those things are good. So I kind of feel like now, the start of January, I'm just like now trying to recover from everything that's gone on the last two weeks great so yeah. i mean you literally just came back from england last yeah, night didn't you i flew back last night so um yeah I'm welcome back thank you very much <laughs> it's good to be back um but yeah it's been a bit of an intense tense couple of weeks for me but i think that's the same for a lot of people so no i'm all right that's, that's a good. long that's a, like a proper answer because you know when that's what i wanted to hear if you that's say that to friends like how was your break it was good what did you do? Ate loads of food and hung out with family. Yeah. How are you feeling now? Yeah, I'm all right. Okay, cool. Like, that's the water... That's the <laughs> that's classic. A, that's a small talk right That's though. the water cooler conversation. Yeah. I've never been good at... I've never once been good at small talk in my no. life. I don't possess Either that Either I also just don't like it. I'm not interested in that. I want to know how you really are, so... I think this is why we met this podcast together. Because exactly. we don't like small talk. This is <laughs> exactly. to be honest. Do you want to talk about um, how this season's been... Or usually the festive season is where you should recharge. Everyone tells you to recharge. Like it's in between the years and the holidays are there to, you know, reset and start a new year. That's what everyone tells you. What do you think about that? Yeah, that's a really good segue into the the topic, I guess, um, we were thinking about discussing. And hence the Instagram poll that we did earlier this week. So thank you very much if you responded to that. Um, Basically, we just asked the question on Instagram who of you are feeling recharged going into this year? So we've kind of had the festive period, we've had the holiday period. Who's recharged going into it? Who isn't? How are you feeling? Like, are you somewhere in the middle? Are you more tired? Are you less tired? Um, and actually the response to that was super interesting because the question you just asked, which is like, how are you feeling? I'm definitely on the rundown side of things. Like I'm, I've been a bit unwell anyway, just because I've, I've just been a bit unwell. But a lot of stuff that's happened socially and seeing family and friends which is an amazing thing to get to do it has kind of left me feeling like you know I had a really busy end to last year and I didn't have a lot of time in the middle of that festive period to actually switch off and do nothing and now I'm 
become a bit unwell, I've, I've kind of had to take that time the last few days post Christmas to then recover, like physically recover and, and kind of get back into myself. So I always feel like I'm now recovering from that as well as 2022, um, which, mm-hmm. you know, I know some people haven't been able to go and see friends and family and they've had, they might've had a tough time for different reasons, but from my, just from my perspective and my position, like it's been really, it's been challenging to keep everything like going. It's kind of felt like I've had multiple plates spinning and I've added the festive season plate mm-hmm. to those plates rather than like, you know, yeah. put them all down, wash them one by one, put them back <laughs> in a cupboard. I'm going with the plate. I'm going hard with the plate um, <laughs> analogy here. You know, so they're not all stacked up and dry. They're still spinning around in my hands and it's quite What did you have for dinner though? Huh? What did you have to eat with them? No, not, <laughs> no sorry, I didn't want to make sorry. Um, so yeah, that was, that's kind of, I've, I've been in that space um, and on Instagram, I think the majority of people, about 51% um, replied that they were feeling somewhere in between. So meaning that they haven't fully recharged and they haven't fully, you know, feeling run down. And the rest of those people, 37% said that they were run down Wow. um, and 12% said that they were fully recharged. So I think obviously our audience is going to skew in, in, in a certain direction, but Mm. from our perspective and, you know, from the people that we've asked, it does sound like it's very much what is advertised as, you know, you close your laptop at at the end of 2022 you go on break, you have a week, two days, three days off, you know, have some time off and you reset and, and re, re-go for the next year. And I don't think that's the reality and I don't think that's yeah. how it really happens for most people. I feel quite the opposite. Yeah. <laughs> I, I feel a bit bad for saying that, but um, I think it's the first year where I really do feel recharged at this time of the year before going back to uni and back to work. But that's only because I... And we can come back to that later if you want to. But, like, that's the first year where I actually put up my boundaries and stick to them and did my own thing. And that meant, for example, not setting an alarm clock for the last two weeks, which was great because I needed that sleep. And um, I think we all have our different ways to recharge and, like, what we need and what we don't need. And if you're an introvert or not, uh, you need different things to actually feel good and get the rest that you need. Um, so shall we talk about that? Do you think? Yeah, we can do. I don't, I'm, I'm not just to cover that point. I don't think you should feel. I don't think you should feel bad for saying that <laughs> I at know, all. I know. But I've, it's had, like... I've had plenty of years when that, like the the festive period, has gone that way for me. But I just think it's interesting, like coming back into January and kind of already being like, oh well, Christmas and you know New Year's is done now. Mm. Gonna have to wait a whole year to have that break again. And like you said, I don't think that's how it should be. And maybe, you know, both of us for different reasons this this year, this past year, have realised that it shouldn't be all of that. It should be just an, a, a sort of time of year that we see as, as yeah. what it is. Um, but we kind of build our, I don't know, build our levels of resilience and build our coping mechanisms to recharge around that and around yeah. the year. So, yeah. I think we should maybe, because from the outside, we are told to take the time to rest and recharge and get ready for the new year. And it puts a lot of pressure on every one of us. Like, yeah. it's a little bit too much. On the other hand, I felt like I really took the chance to actually rest and do nothing most of the time. Or not do nothing, but do the things that I actually want to do. So you can either take the chance, but if it doesn't work all the time, because it's not things that you can... You, it's not like the festive season is filled with things that you 
you're able to decide for yourself. There are family things, there are social things. If you go back to where you come from, you might meet old friends and stuff like that, and that can be stressful. So, but to use the time as much as possible as a time where you do your own thing, yeah, I think it's quite important. But also, just not too much pressure, as always. I think it's a lot of that, isn't it? It's like ever as as with anything, if you build up pressure or expectation around what it should be then it's very likely not going to be that thing mm-hmm. so for me going home I was back um, in the UK like you said earlier and I had this expectation that it would be some social stuff it would be some catching up with old friends but then also there'd be a lot of downtime because personally I felt like I would had a very busy year but obviously the flip side of that is that you know, you're lucky enough to have people that want to see you and want to spend mm-hmm. time with you of course whether that's friends or family mm-hmm. and ultimately it's not it might not go that way and I think that the expectation building into it for me was the issue like by itself the actual festive period if it had gone that way and been busy and I wasn't you know I was thinking it would ha- it would have been that way I think that would be completely normal that was like any time of the year and that's what I was getting at earlier like if I go into March just to pick a random month mm-hmm. like March is busy I've got xyz things to do I'm gonna be traveling I'm gonna like whatever those things are I can go into that and be like right I'm ready for March I know it's gonna be busy and then it's probably not gonna feel as bad as it as it maybe you know mm-hmm. sounded if you take the opposite of that which is december december's gonna be chill not a lot's gonna happen oh shit loads loads actually happened and, and yeah. it took a while to to get used to it. i i always i think it comes down to that expectation and anytime we expect too much we're probably setting ourselves up to yeah to, to sort of not um have the time that we might want or for it not to go as we might have wanted it to so like yeah if you're looking at a certain time frame you choose how to expect it to go. Yeah. So for me, I expected it to be chilled and it wasn't chilled. Yeah. You expected it to be chilled and it was chilled. So yeah. then, therefore, it, it relies on... It, it does... There's a lot we can control as individuals to say, I'm going to set my expectations. You mentioned boundaries. That's another good word. Yeah. I'm going to set my expe- expectations or boundaries that I'm going to come out of the other side of this period, whatever the time period that is, and I'm going to feel, A, drained because I've, I've had a busy time, yeah. or B chill because I've had a chill time or something completely different and you know life never goes the way we expect it to like for me things happened yeah you know um you couldn't um, control right things like, happen that I can control and you know I've come out the other side of it and I'm like shit well this is gonna be t- like it's a tough start to the year yeah. now for me and I didn't expect that to happen um I don't know if I could have prepared myself even if I wanted to so yeah there's always that true. gray area but as much as you can like taking your boundaries and taking your expectations and then deciding what you're gonna you yeah. know how you're gonna move forward at least you've given yourself a, a fighting chance to that's true to be prepared for whatever yeah. it is i think a big part for me was um that i decided this year to do the festive 500 do you know what that is i maybe know I but explain. maybe you should explain anyway yeah so the festive 500 is um something it's like a challenge that people all around the world do which means you ride 500 kilometers between christmas and new year's um, and it doesn't matter if it's mountain bike, road bike, or virtual ride, or whatever. It just means that you you basically have to ride on average 62-something each day. I always found it quite stressful in the last couple of years, so I didn't do it. Uh, I'm just going to eat until... <laughs> and this year, I kind of... I was really excited about it, because it meant that I would be able to... Yeah, spend a lot of time sometimes even three or four hours outside each day by myself doing my thing and then um, the rest of the day was basically hanging out with my family and eating 
and um, that was me. That was my boundaries. I, but I kind of prepared my family before that. I was like, okay, listen, I'm. I will be there at Christmas, and I will be eating with you and doing all the festive stuff. But I'm also going to be away for most of the time during the day. So, and I really want to do that. And thankfully, they were quite supportive and said, yeah, no problem. You're crazy, but do your thing. And same with my friends. I just told them, listen, don't expect anything from me. I'm not going to be the like hanging out till late night because I want to go out on the bike the next morning. Um, so that meant I could really make my own decisions. Um, I also just didn't... I could have just said, okay, I'm going to get up at 6 o'clock in the morning or 7 o'clock and then go out for a bike ride and then meet the fa- meet the rest of family, friends, whatever. But I said, okay, I want to get enough sleep and I want to manage the 500 thing and I want to see my family. These are the three important things that I want to manage to do. So I I have to say no to a lot of things. I said no to going out... Uh, to a club after Christmas. I said no to, like, all those things that young people like us do maybe at uh, that time of the year. But it was perfect, and I managed to do it, and um, I got enough sleep, I managed the 500, and I spent the quali- the actual quality time with my family, and that's all I wanted. But of course, it could have happened that I, I could have just gotten the flu or something, and I would not be able to do that. So that's it then. But, yeah. Yeah, and that's, it's interesting what you said. Like, I think saying no is one of those, definitely one of those mechanisms that we can have, like, available to us throughout the year. Um, that if we do feel like things are too much or if, you know, we need to we need to take a break, like, saying no is always within our path. Well, yeah, I want to say, like, there's, a, there's always exceptions to everything, but hmm. the majority of the time, saying no is within our power. Like, we can choose that. And it's, you know, what we spoke about um, when we're talking about our seasonal depression episode last year is that you, you know, you have this pressure to go outside and be doing these things and and like maybe it's all right to not. And the winter maybe is a good time for that to sort of be like, I don't need to go for a run or a bike ride or even a walk. Like if I don't want to, Um, some people do. And, you know, uh, you obviously in that camp that, that that cycle is like you're saying no in order to allow yourself to do the things that you do want to do exactly prioritize yourself and what you like prioritize your needs and for me in order to be able to recharge properly and rest making my own decisions and prioritizing myself is the biggest thing that's how i recharge yeah as soon as i'm involved in social gatherings for example or yeah stuff like that that does drain my energy but for that, you have yeah. to know how you how your mind works and everything. Do you find it easy to say no? It depends on the people who I'm saying no to. Because um, there are people that I find that, that make it very hard and that like I feel pressured to say yes. But I'm trying to surround myself with people who are not disappointed when I say no. Who, who are like, yeah, no problem. Do your thing. Like, I understand. It's okay. And I'm not taking it personally. So I actually do find it easier now um, that I've got the right people around me um, to say no. And to everyone who doesn't accept that, all right, then we can't be friends. Because I say no to a lot of things. That sounds like a very healthy boundary to have, though, that you've got the strength or the mental toughness or whatever you want to call it to actually know that 
if someone isn't willing to accept that about you or if someone isn't willing to accept the answer no and, and they're not going to force you then like that's more like that's someone that you're okay to lose like from your life not, mm. not, not keep sounds easier going. than it is it doesn't I don't think it sounds but... easy at all I think what what it says to me and you can correct me if I'm off base here it sounds like you've got to a place in your life when you know a lot about what you does and doesn't make you happy like what things you need for yourself and you're able to communicate that to the people around you I think that takes a lot of work I don't think that's something that can happen I mean coming back to the recharge thing I've paid the price too many times in the past that's why I have to do this now in order to survive kind of yeah because I've been burnt out before because I said yes to many things yes to things that I don't like yes to things that I do like but are too much um so in order to survive and to be able to properly recharge and then have the energy for the people that are close to me and that I want to spend time with, that for I have to say no. Yeah. No, I, as I said, I don't think that that doesn't sound easy then you've reached that point where like think physically you've had to you've had to say you've had to get to that point where you know you can't take any more in order that the only option mm-hmm. left is to say no and then you build yourself back up from that. So yeah, I think for me having that ability to say no it kind of comes from understanding first and foremost what your own limits are but also understanding that you are always making a choice you're always prioritizing every time you say no to every time you say yes to something you're also saying no to something else yeah even if you don't think about it yeah so what we're doing is saying by saying yes to that social occasion you're saying no to being able to ride the 50k ride towards the festive 500 the next day vice versa you're saying no to the social thing you're actually saying you're not hearing the yes in that situation but actually it's a yes it's not a no so i think like having that understanding that there is always something that you you are always making a choice whichever way whichever way you no no one can physically do everything all the time so knowing that first and foremost i think is the is a thing that can help you get to the point where you're able to be i don't want to say ruthless because it's i think we should all be doing it as standard but you can feel like nope, I'm good, I'm saying no, this is why yeah. I'm saying no, and that's it, and yeah. I've said it. Yeah. Do you feel like, um, so now that you've said that you're not feeling recharged after those two weeks, um, how do you feel about this new year, and how will you approach the time that you have this year to recharge? What were your wishes for yourself? Um, yeah, I mean, I think a lot of the time, a lot of the things that have kind of got me to this point, it's been, it's just been too much. You know? So it's like mm. the social occasions and everything have stacked up on top of each other to the point where I've been, I've been ill for a couple of weeks just, be, you know, because all those things have been compounding and maybe, you know, I ended last year very, very hectically. Like December yeah. was really busy. There was a lot going on physically, mentally, emotionally, whatever. Um, and I think that means that all that those things compounded and it was a bit of a, a storm in a teacup if people understand that phrase where it's like <laughs> that's a super British phrase I think but anyway <laughs> um, it's been this everything's kind of been happening in this very confined space which is my head because my head can only deal with so much yeah. and it's kind of led me to this point of feeling like oh shit no I've got to go back to work on Monday like I don't really want to whereas yeah. I don't that's never something that I want to no one ever wants to feel like they don't want to go back to work but like for me work is a big part of my life and I I you actually feel, love it, don't you? I do feel like I a lot of what I do for me feels like meaningful work and I'm very lucky that I get to say yeah. that I can pick and choose and, and things that I do feel meaningful to me. Yeah. Um and so I yeah, like you said, I do I, I really enjoy 
what I do when it is that meaningful work and I can kind of contribute to something bigger than myself for sure. So I don't want to go back in and be like, oh shit, I have to do this, I have to do that. And there's some projects that I've got on my table for this year, which I think are going to be like epic. I think it could be really exciting. But right now I'm like, I don't want to know. Like I don't, I don't even want to, I just want to sit in my bubble, like be, you know, moody about things or happy about things or, recover like whatever it is I, I just want to I, I kind of want to go into my into my shell and that's not something that I had expected yeah considering how positively the, the last year ended so for me what I think going back to your original question which is like what am I hoping for for this year I want to be excited like about projects I'm working on I want to spend really quality time with my friends like my close friends and I want to have like memories and experiences I think looking back on last year there were some super cool memories and experiences that I got to, I got to do. And I want to, I want more of that energy. I want, I want to have positive energy, like that I'm giving out to the people that I'm around. I want to be, you know, a happy, like bubbly version of myself. Like I want to, no, I want to be more, I, I want to be more in that space of able to like give that, you know, positive energy out there. And, um, well, that's like in my personal life, well, that's doing something like this. Um, and I think I just want to, I don't know, I feel like I'm putting one step forward in a, in a, like, in a good way and, like, whatever mentally it means, like, building something positive for myself, whatever that physically turns mm-hmm. into. Um, and I think a lot of that does come with taking time off and taking space and, you know, not, re- like, knowing what my signals are. If I feel like I'm going too hard on this work project or if I'm going, you know, too hard on this, you know, whatever it might be, something outside of work, physical thing, like sport, whatever, running, maybe to know that, you don't have to be active 365 days of the year. You can go and sit still and not do anything. And that's actually, if not like, if not as valuable, it's more valuable than, yeah. than, than going for that run or doing that extra thing. It's, it, for me, it's toxic to, to open Strava every day and, and, and stress myself out if, if someone's gone for a run and I yeah. haven't. Like, to me, everyone's different. To me, that doesn't work cause it makes me feel like I'm not yeah. doing something. Yeah. And I think I need to be more confident in being like, fuck it, I'm going to sit down and that's okay, you know? Yeah. And I think starting this year like that has maybe given me the ability to be like, if you want to do all these positive things and if you want to be that happy, spontaneous, energetic, like, you know, free-spirited kid that you say you want to be, you have to you have to get better at the, the no thing, which I think is what you're doing at the moment a lot better than I am. I think the big goal is, at least for me, is I would like to get to a point where... I'm able to um, reach out and do whatever is best for my health, but also mental health throughout the year, the whole year. So I just don't get to the point where I have to read my alarm signals that I really, really need to reach out. I don't, I don't want to get it, like, don't want to let it get to that point. I want to be able to give myself the time to rest and recharge. I don't want to be working and being active and doing all these things until July and then break down because I'm completely burnt out. I want to find a balance and a stability, but especially when you've got fun things on the line, if you've got projects and stuff, it doesn't matter if it's private or work stuff, we all enjoy, we both enjoy luckily what we're doing at work, but it's also just like finding the time in between that we actually don't over... Yeah, overdo it. Two questions for you. What are the alarm signals for you? When do you know like it's it's really time to 
give it a break, give yourself a break? And then what do you do? I think the first thing is um, kind of a two-part question, like two-part answer for the first one. But number one is I feel my brain goes into this kind of like scatter brain mode when I know that I'm like doing all these small things like a little bit worse because I may be rushing to get to the next thing or I'm, you know, like just micro, micro things are happening, but I'm not able, I just feel like I'm not able to to keep up with myself, to, to cope with it. Um, and the other part is like physically I'm not looking forward to doing the things that usually I would be Mm -hmm. so if it I'm going to stick with the running theme but say that is like normally going for a trail run would be one of my favorite things to do it's like an escape it's a it's a a friend activity it's a challenge it's all these things it's it's a way to like you know see the world and it's it's super 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 cool if I'm ever at a point where I'm like I want to lie in bed I don't want to do that that sounds tough or not tough that sounds like shit then that's a signal to me that okay maybe you're like if you've if you've reached that point maybe this is burnout maybe this is something like mm-hmm. that so for me it's um it's the scatterbrain thing and it, then it's not wanting to do the things that normally you would love um and then the coping mechanism i think as i'm sort of actually discovering over the last few days is to let go of all the the expectations or the need to be doing things and actually really start saying no like start saying yes to reading a book staying in bed a bit longer um not going for a run like just physically taking rest um you know like small things that like small like things that would be better for your your mental health and 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 for you and just being slower like slower in your everyday activity for me is a big thing because i'm a very active person so for me like slowing down is the the biggest i don't know if i feel, I feel like this is a bit of a cop-out but i want to answer the same question to you because i want to know your answer as well because i feel like it's you're pretty much me. the same yeah um I I do recognise when it's been too much that I get overstimulated quite easily. So things that are already too much are even like as you said, everything's quite fast and busy and it like if I don't give myself the time to process things, stomach ache, headache, all that stuff, I feel sick. I get ill. If I'm not able to say no for myself, then my body will. That's how my mind and body always worked. If I would ignore that fact that I'm stressed and it's the same with that I just get overstimulated and then um just feel sick I just throw up and stuff like that yeah just physically really kind of um get everything out of the system literally um so and then what I do is just slow down just say no just shut my phone off I'd rather open a book than open Netflix lighting candles like getting into that comfort zone, as we said before, with the season depression, like doing everything, everything um, to actually feel comfortable, not being active, or sometimes I even trying to be active, but just by myself. Basically, I'm not doing anything, so I don't really have to say no to many things, because <laughs> my friends know that I'm not doing much. But um, that's not looking at your schedule for twenty twenty three. That's definitely not true. <laughs> I know I'm scared. <laughs> I think you. I think it's easy because that's gonna be challenging, though. <laughs> of course, but like because you're one of those people that's always like I think you're just doing so many things that maybe you you don't even think of it as like Mm -hmm. as tough going to ride in a different country or Mm. submitting your like a thesis for for work or like trying to find a new job like whatever those things are it's really intense like there's a lot going on so I don't think you should minimize those things either oh yeah it's true what I meant is like daily life like like going to going for drinks every night or yeah stuff like that people at our age do 
But I just you're still you're know. still a uni student, so you can do that if you want. I, I'm not interested. I just don't like it. I don't want to <laughs> no, go to parties. I'm all the party in my head. <laughs> seven days a week of partying sounds like my worst nightmare. So I'm moving on. Even one party a week sounds like a nightmare. Yeah, time. true. That's quite. You have to psych yourself up for the full week. Exactly. I'm gonna recover for two weeks after, and by recovering, I mean. Being by myself. Well, yeah. Maybe <laughs> after one night out, like, three weeks of mental recharge. Phones off. Exactly. Sorry. Yeah, but I thought about the recharge thing. It's not only... For me, it's not only been, like, doing nothing. It's also... Because I've been um, in Innsbruck the last week, yeah, right, over New Year's. And I've been with friends. I visit a friend who lives there. And I had the time to do nothing. I did do things by myself. But then again, I went back into a space where there's another person in the same room or in the same flat and I'm not actually by myself. And I also had to arrange my plans for the day with another person or with other people. I always had to kind of um, make plans and then schedule what I want to do in, in those, like on those terms. And it's just been, which is probably sounds like a normal thing to do for everyone. But for me, where I mostly recharge is when I'm not responsible for another person. Like, I, the only one that I have to take care for or make decisions for is myself, literally. I decide for myself when I'm going to do the dishes. I decide for myself what music I'm going to listen to. That's when I recharge because I'm not responsible for someone else. Um, and I think that's the biggest aspect um, about being by myself, um, where I gain the most of energy from is when it doesn't affect another person. I can't be there when there's another person. I can't, like, properly reach out. I really need to be by myself, and I mean every single second of the day by that. It's just crazy. I, I'm surprised by that, because I didn't think I would work, like, my brain works like that. It actually is. It's yeah, a bit I annoying, because that makes it hard being social. Yeah, but I think, like, it's different for everyone. Some I can imagine some people... Uh, crave other people's um, company and, and that's how they actually get their energy and they come back from a night out and they're like yeah that was amazing let's yeah. do that again and yeah sometimes that happens but at the same time I think all that really matters is what works for the individual yeah. like if you're the type of person that needs to spend time by yourself to get ready to do those social things I 100% bet you that your friends are um, much more are much happier because they get to see that version of you that's completely full of energy because you've yeah. taken the time for yourself. They don't want yeah. you there if you're, like, miserable. Like, they want to see yeah. you because they want to see you. But that's only a point now where I got to that I'm actually having people around me that accept that. Yeah. See, that's but that's cool. where you have to get to. Cause that's the amazing thing to have. Everything else is just a waste of time, basically. Yeah, I think we and should... And energy. All, we should all be looking literally. for... We should all be pretty ruthless with how we prioritise, like our circle, our time, our needs, our wants and, you know, knowing them and then knowing how to go forward with them, that's going to make us better in terms of we're going to, you know, we're going to contribute to society better because we're, you know, we're we're fully present with ourselves and we're fully able to to deal with it. But I think society tells us that everything that you're doing for yourself is selfish, but actually being selfish can be a really, really good thing in order to be there for other people who mean a lot to you, in order to enjoy your life, you have to live it on your own terms, not on anyone else's. It sounds harsh, but that's just how it is. You gotta fill your own cup up first before you can fill anyone else's. Yeah. Cheers to, to that. Cheers to that. I think on that note, we're gonna let all of you recharge from uh, listening to us <laughs> go on. And um, yeah. <laughs>
Thanks for listening. Oh, it was nice to be back. Super nice to be How back. Oh yeah. Cheers to that. Cheers to 23. Speak soon. Bye bye.